Exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, your weekly guide through the internet's message board. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. And every week we hit the random button on Reddit and find a random message board so that we can use that as a jumping off point to talk about bullshit for an hour. Uh, so that's basically what we're going to do. Did you guys see on Twitter that people were saying how much they like my aimless and pointless uh, intros that I say every week? <laughs> Uh, you say no, people I'm, as if I'm, you needed the plural. Well. I believe one uh, person said that. <laughs> I believe that we are different. Every person is a different person day to day. And so. Oh, no. I mean, I guess that's biologically <laughs> true. Yeah. I mean, how many, wait, how many days is it till all of your cells in your body regenerate? I, I just listened like to, I true? listened to a stuff you should know about this and. It's different for every type of cell, except your eye cells are the same ones from when you were born. Okay, but but no one is watching our podcast, so how long till your ear cells all regenerate? (laughs) Uh, who knows? Because they won't have the... Jeff, I feel like this is stuff that you should know, as evidenced by the name of that podcast from just a second ago. It's uh, the stuff you don't know and never will because this is a very dry (laughs) podcast. I guess it is stuff you should know and not (laughs) stuff you will know. (laughs) Yeah, it continues to be stuff I should know. I never will learn it. (laughs) I love reading trivia and I love, like, finding out that stuff, but I forget it immediately, so there was no benefit, actually. I feel the opposite. I feel, like, a sense of panic every time I learn a new piece of trivia because I'm like, oh my god, I have to commit this to memory. I have to remember this. <laughs> I oh, feel see, like I... when I hear a new song and I realize that... Uh, I shouldn't say a new song. When a song's been on the radio a couple months and I realize I know all the words, and I'm like, oh <laughs> man, that's other useful things that are not in my brain anymore. Yeah, like the stats for Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. What what is what's getting us bug? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> Jeff, uh, fire I'm, and flying. I'm pretty sure that every time we've talked about our ability to form memories in our brains, the <laughs> only thing you've mentioned is Pokemon stats. <laughs> there are so many Pokemon with so many stats, and I know a lot of them. It's very frightening. What's really funny is that I'm pretty sure that the people who make up those Pokemon are literally just sitting in a room writing random numbers on a whiteboard and then just being like, uh, these ones. Uh, it's a fairly well-balanced game. Yeah, it's I like Moneyball. So. <laughs> what? Like Moneyball? <laughs> sure. Figuring out the numbers, like, instead of just playing the game, like, figuring out the numbers of the game. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. And Money Jonah Ball. Hill is a Pokemon, right? Yeah. He's a Pokemon. Moneyball yeah. remade with Pokemon. Yeah. Just like Professor yeah. Oak and Ash sitting in a room yeah. being like, alright, we have to figure out which Pokemon to catch that will be the easiest but yield us the most benefit. You know what? I think if you told me that Brad Pitt was only capable of saying his own name, I'd believe you. <laughs> I never saw Moneyball. <laughs> I didn't either, but I bluffed pretty good at that. So <laughs> I think that we did a pretty that. good job at that. The bluffing through that whole bit. Yeah, you guys, you guys should really see Moneyball because I also have not seen Moneyball, so I don't know. You know, 
I so think we... maybe we were terrible at bluffing and we just have no way of knowing. Oh my god. <laughs> the movies we've mentioned that none of us have seen far outnumber the movies yeah. that even one of us has seen. <laughs> How is that true. even possible? Why do we reference so many movies that we don't want to see? Oh. I feel like we get the gist of it and like that's much easier than actually seeing a movie and having to deal with all the nuance of the actual story. I wonder if I've spent more time referencing the movie Moneyball than it would take me to just watch the movie Moneyball. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of movies we've never seen, guess who's a goddamn Nostradamus? It's the podcast Seeing Reddit. Because (laughs) in the movie Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice, we joked, uh, and Matt's prediction was that, jokingly... They would discover, Batman and Superman, that both of them had a mother named Martha, and then they'd stop fighting because of it, and that's literally what happens in the movie. Are we certain that that wasn't somebody joking, like, trolling us? No, that is for sure what happens in the movie. Fuck. Hey, Zack Snyder, (laughs) like, do you want to retire but have people think that you're still writing movies? Because if so, call the three of us and we will pretend to be you for as long as you want. We'll ghostwrite Justice League Part 1. We can give you a better deal on these cocaine parties than we were going to give Michael Bay. (laughs) Yeah, for $50 million, we will write any movie you want. And we can write it in exactly your style by just sitting around a table and being like, Hey guys, what's the dumbest shit that could happen? And then writing it down. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, apparently Batman's like, Superman, I'm gonna kill you now. And Superman's like, please, take care of my mom, Martha. And Batman's like, your mom, how do you know that name? That's my mom's name. And Superman's <laughs> like, that's my mom's name. And then they immediately stop fighting and don't have any problems with each other. That only makes sense if they actually have the same mother. <laughs> Otherwise, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> if someone's about to kill you, why would you ask them to take care of your mom? <laughs> that's the worst idea. Well, I, that's probably the most Superman thing that happens in that movie, because that's totally what Superman would do if another superhero was going to kill him. He'd be like, well, I guess you're probably right that I'm awful and deserve to die, but uh, you're obviously a superhero, so take care of my Jeff, mom for me. You're confusing yourself with Superman again. <laughs> I don't think Superman is a self-harming emo. Uh, yeah, but I think that he assumes that other people have the best intentions. Uh, maybe, but I don't think at any point he's like, you guys are right, I am the worst, I guess I'm gonna throw myself into the sun. (laughs) No, that would make him super powerful. (laughs) What'd you say, Louisa? Oh, I said, doesn't he say that all the time? Isn't he constantly threatening to go to the sun or hurl someone over there? I mean, he hangs out in the sun a lot. Yeah, one time he lived in the sun for like 2,000 years. (laughs) So I really like the... Oh, okay, I'm going to get into talking about something from the internet. Yeah, that's what I just did. I was going to pass the ball. Okay, so you guys know that I'm... Oh, no, but that means that both of our internet things are going to be about the movie Batman v Superman. Well, it just came out the week before... Like, two days before we recorded this, so... Okay, hang on. (laughs) Who just, like, urinated on their microphone? (laughs) Oh, sorry. I was trying to pour a drink away from the microphone, but I have this new, (laughs) incredibly sensitive microphone. (laughs) Yeah, Jeff, that was the worst audio I've ever heard in my life. It's fine. It's not an unpleasant thing to hear. Yeah, I guess, unless you really have to go to the bathroom, so... <laughs> well, that's on uh, you. No, Matt just peed his pants. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway. So you guys know that I really like the YouTube series' uh, game theory and film theory. 
I also uh, like those, yes. For anyone who hasn't watched it, it's a guy who knows kind of a lot about science, uh, using science to uh, do, like, alternate interpretations of movies and games and stuff, and it's really fun. Um, but he did one about Batman v Superman before the movie came out about how it's feasible that Batman could win the fight against Superman. And I have never seen someone misunderstand science as badly as he does in that video. (laughs) It is unbelievable. Like this is a guy who I've seen put together really cogent theories about like physics and biology and stuff who just completely ignores most of the laws of physics in this explanation. It's awful. I can't understand it. Okay, so I had a different problem with this video. Uh, He posits that because of gravity, Superman is a certain times more powerful than a regular human, which Mm -hmm. ignores the fact that Superman is some manner of plant person that absorbs the sun to power his super strength and stuff also. Well, yeah, and there's a scene where he shows Superman catching a falling rocket and being like, a rocket is this many pounds, and so blah, 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 blah. But he's catching a falling rocket, which means that the weight is going to be higher than if he was just holding one up. So there's that. (laughs) Then there's the fact that he's like, because Superman is 403 times stronger than a human being, that means that you'd have to hit him 403 times harder than a human being to hurt him. What? What does that mean? That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. That's like saying if I went to live on the moon, bullets wouldn't hurt me anymore. What the fuck are you talking about? That makes no sense. Wait, but hold on. Would bullets still hurt you on the moon? Yes. Yes, because they have the same mass and they're going at the same velocity. Force equals mass times acceleration. Weight does not enter into that uh, that equation. Ooh, wouldn't they go a lot further so someone could hit you from a lot further away on the moon? Uh, depends on, I mean, if it's going through a non-atmosphere. It's not really about gravity, it's more about friction at that point. Well, there isn't much Yeah, there's less on the friction moon, right? on you. And there's less friction on the bullet the in bullet. every direction, right. right? So, yes, I mean, yes, but I'm saying the moon doesn't really enter into that equation as much as the atmosphere All I'm does. saying is we can write a movie about a super sniper who lives on the moon. That's all. That's all <laughs> and, I'm and trying only, to say. And only shoots other people on the moon, mm-hmm. I guess? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. No, he, yep. he assassinates like a, people on Earth from it's the like, moon. No, shut up. It's like a locked room mystery. <laughs> Everyone goes to the moon for a big party. Uh, and then who's me? the killer? It turned excuse out it was me, Louisa. It was excuse a sniper me? on the dark side of the moon because he no, could it's shoot a locked, from so it's far a locked away. Moon mystery. Oh, fuck shoot you, Jeff. Bullet. I was trying to make that joke, but Louisa wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> yeah, I've never I knew I heard you. I figured I out the secret to the podcast, which is never stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I sniped your joke from the dark side of the moon. Yes. No, but how would you shoot around the moon from because the dark side? Because you didn't realize that gravity and physics, etc. We can fudge this a little bit. <laughs> no, you can this shoot is what I'm from complaining the other about. Side of the moon, just like in cartoons. No, you twist the gun like in Wanted, and it would go oh, around oh, the right. moon. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so James McAvoy. James yeah. McAvoy assassinates people from the far side of the moon. Perfect. I love it. Um. So, okay, so that's one of, that's two of the problems I have with this video. And then the third one that I really want to talk about is the fact that he's like, well, then Batman could just have a robot suit that makes his muscles stronger, and then he could hit Superman 400 times harder. Like, okay, 
maybe that's true. But Batman's mass isn't increasing by 400 times, so wouldn't he just punch Superman and then himself fly back through, like, a building and die? <laughs> like, <laughs> Superman is waste. Like, we've established that Superman can resist this much force. Super- uh, Batman's arm cannot, no matter how strong it is. It's still made out of, like, bones and shit. And he will just be pushed by that much force. How did you not see this? This is, like, the second rule of physics. Well, I don't know. The robot suit would absorb that impact, wouldn't it? That's not how things work, Jeff. <laughs> Every force has an equal and opposite reaction. So when you hit something forward, an equal amount of force pushes you backward. Yeah. At what point does is it ridiculous for Batman to even be in this robot suit and to not just control it from a remote location? Well, yeah. I mean, that's probably <laughs> uh, From true. moment one, it is ridiculous <laughs> for him to not do that. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that once that happens, he enters something that we call the Age of Ultron. That oh, was no. not Batman, right? <laughs> One of those he... gems lets you cross over between Marvel and DC, right? Yeah, it's uh, Gem and the Holograms, I think. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Do you also have to pass through the terrible movie Gem and the Holograms? <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> but you have to get the help of Synergy? Is that her computer's name? Yeah. Okay, cool. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, come on, I pulled that one out of the fire, guys, come on. That's pretty good. I (laughs) am disappointed that that movie was bad, because they released a comic book in the lead-up to it that is not, it's like based on the cartoon, but totally different continuity from the cartoon or movie, and it's great! It's like, super good! (laughs) I was kind of hoping it would be secretly great, like how Josie and the Pussycats is secretly a great movie, even though it's so stupid. (laughs) It's like, it's the best concept ever, because it's about a rock band that has a computer that gives them, like, superpowers or whatever, and they fight uh, another rock band that is named after a real rock band that exists. Why didn't Glenn Danzig sue Gem and the Holograms for calling their band the Misfits? Were, was there, were there good songs in it? Like, was it, did they have good written songs for that movie? Uh, not from. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Again, we're talking about movies. None of us have seen this movie. That's but true. I've heard that they weren't good. So, so here's the thing. Like, there's a lot of movies out there where there's like a great band and they have a great song that just isn't good and no one cares about it. The thing that made Josie and the Pussycat such a great movie, and also true of like <laughs> that thing you do, mm. is that they were That's just what like. I was gonna say. Is they were like, hey, let's hire somebody who's already written some hit songs and have them write a hit song for us. Like, why do so many movies not do that? Yeah, I think that a really good Gem and the Holograms movie would get, like, uh, Demi Lovato and her band to, like, be the band, or, like, Paramore, or, like, one of those rock bands that has a, like... (laughs) powerful lead female vocalist already and just be like okay you're in the movie as the rock band jeff you are just describing the movie josie and the pussy exactly well except they uh they lip-synced to to letters to cleo yeah but letters to cleo is a great band and so it worked they can do that in this movie like i don't mind you hiring whatever dumb shit you had to play jam in the holograms but have a real band to be making good music. Just do it. Yeah. From what I hear, the bad part of this movie was they tried to make it serious. Like, uh. everything about it is ridiculous. You can't make that into a serious movie. I uh, I just watched Coraline for the first time last night. Mm-hmm. And, I like that uh, one. I, 
I Wikipedia'd it afterwards. There's one weird song, like, right at the beginning that's clearly a They Might Be Giants song that yeah. the, the other father sings. Uh, and according to Wikipedia, it was originally going to be a musical live-action film with music by They Might Be Giants. I'd watch it. And that sounds they, okay. Yeah, then they decided to make it, like, uh, creepy and... Um, puppets so they cut all but one of those songs well that was a good move i think (laughs) probably that's a really good movie yeah it's pretty good i wonder how many great movies have somewhere in their description and then they decided to make it creepy and puppets (laughs) (laughs) every movie with puppets (laughs) yeah that's probably true including all the muppet movies (laughs) oh man especially all the muppet movies have you heard about this movie the smile town murders no. no. It's it's a movie being made by the Jim Henson Company. I think that they are either in pre-production or they've like been filming it recently. Where oh, it's... is it Roger Rabbit with puppets? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, yes, I have heard of this. Sorry, Except the detective is also a puppet. Oh, weird. It's it's like a noir murder mystery, but it's it's in a like puppet world. That's weird. But I guess there's probably also human beings. Yeah, it would be weird if it was all puppets, then I feel like you're getting into, like, Crank Yankers territory. (laughs) Were that murders on Crank Yankers? Probably. (laughs) It seems, no, that was like a, there there was no plot on that show. It was just prank calls that they lip-synced with puppets. Wait, I bet they pretended that they'd murder someone in one of those prank calls, though. And, Jeff, you just didn't watch it enough. If you watch it, there's a very subtle arc going on for those characters. <laughs> oh, yeah, you see Special Ed go from, uh... No, oh, no, I forgot that was a thing that anyone ever thought was okay to say on television. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. I'm not gonna... I don't have the rest of that joke. I just wanted to remind you that that character existed. Comedy yeah. Central, you need to learn some things about what's okay and what's not. <laughs> Anything to do with crank calls really isn't okay. Like, what are you laughing at at a certain point? Yeah, it's Ugh. sad to me how often those things become making fun of someone who has English as their second language. Yeah. Mm. That was, it seems like a lot of puppet-based things is like, alright, <laughs> let's do The Muppets or Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, but it's only the bad guys. It's only the wait, the river wait, bottom wait, the river wait, bottom Jeff, nightmare band. Are you telling me that there is a river bottom nightmare band uh, movie out there that I have not seen? Because I will watch that movie. <laughs> I mean, pretty much like all of it is like, yeah, the river bottom nightmare band. Love those guys. Let's make a whole movie of just a bunch of like farting mean puppets. <laughs> they never farted. <laughs> Yeah, but they're very farty. No, they're not. They yeah. seem like they <laughs> seem like they fart at you. <laughs> Are you referencing another movie you haven't seen? <laughs> no, I saw this. I watched this uh, over this past Christmas season for the oh, first it's time. It's so depressing, isn't it? It's it good, is very depressing. depressing. Oh yeah, no, but... it's like oh, I can't get you nothing for Christmas, and I broke your wash tub. But it <laughs> seems like it seems like you think that the River Bottom Nightmare Gang were like banned. Douche, sorry, band. They we're are like, a gang. We're like douchey frat boys as opposed to clearly glam punks, which I think they that's even call so, themselves. That's so bizarre because everything else in that movie could have it be set between, let's say, the 1920s and today, except the extremely specific <laughs> late 70s glam rock. It's glam punk, Louisa. It's <laughs> definitely glam punk. 
But isn't which, that weird when you think about I it? Which I think may be a genre that only existed for the Riverbottom Nightmare Band. <laughs> Probably. Hey, they've got their niche locked down. Yeah, but like, I don't think that that I don't I don't see a line between that and Crank Yankers. I guess is what I'm saying. I think what? that it's if that's like the the beginning of the rude puppet genre. It's like that kernel there is like, yeah, alright, let's make more rude puppets. I never found them rude as much as, like, mean and scary. Those are types of rude. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think it's untrue. Your definition of rude is pretty whack today, Jeff. Wait, what about the movie Chucky? Does that count? Oh, that's yeah, probably that's yeah. a rude puppet. Yeah. I would put that up there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, He's guys. Everyone list one rude puppet go. <laughs> I don't have anything else. I'm Bride of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> was the Crypt Keeper rude? I feel oh, like yeah, he was absolutely. just kind of cheesy. I'd say he's rude though. I mean he had a lot of tood. Yes. I think you can we can all agree on that. Was he's rude like a dog melting ever corpse. A puppet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Audrey too. There's a rude puppet. Ooh. Mm, yeah, well... I guess so. No, I think you're... Jeff, I genuinely think you're confusing villainous with rude. <laughs> no, Audrey too. at one point says, tough titty, which is a pretty rude phrase. Mm, okay, you got me there. Also, he does... He, he, she does burp at one point, which is not... Yeah, exactly. Not polite. Okay, all right, you've convinced me. Yep. And it slurps when it's eating people. It's Ooh, very, it's fair. a very rude puppet. Yep. <laughs> and it doesn't say, please feed me, Seymour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It okay, makes demands. Right. Yep, Louisa, okay, what rude puppets did over. you see on the internet this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hope we get the subreddit rude puppets. <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> I don't think I've seen any rude puppets lately. Did Jeff Dunham's puppets count? Because those are the pits. Oh, God. Oh, those, no, I forgot they were Those real. go beyond rude into uh, the most racist thing I've ever seen in my life. Yep. The first time I saw that, I was like, how is this being allowed on a stage? Why are there people laughing? I think the first time I saw them was in the episode of 30 Rock where they went to, like, the middle of the country <laughs> to find somebody to be on their show. And they had him doing the thing. And I was like, oh, typical 30 Rock, making a crazy joke that is so ridiculously <laughs> off the wall it could never be a real thing. And then I found out that that's, like... All of the stuff he said was from his actual act. Mm-hmm. He didn't make any of it new. It was all already stuff he was saying in his act. What are you doing? That's yeah. like being like, that's like finding out that Tracy Morgan, like, was not acting and did not know cameras were on him when that show was being made. <laughs> it's always interesting to me when some, like, universally derided comedian does a self-effacing thing. Like, it seems weird that Jeff Dunham would be like, yeah, I'll be the bad comedian in an episode of 30 Rock and just do my exact act verbatim. I don't know that he thought he thought of it that way. I don't know that the show really made fun of him that much, because I was pretty no. disappointed that he was on. And then it was like, haha, Jeff Dunham's pretty good, right? All right, episode over. And I'm like, oh, but you didn't take him down a peg or anything. Yeah, the episode is like, they go to see him, and then he makes fun, and then Liz tries to heckle him, and then he makes fun of her. And then he's better at making fun of her than she is, even though he's a hick. What? And that's the whole thing. Like, 
there's not a part where it's like it turns out that he's still a bowl of shit like that doesn't happen it's just liz is the villain in this somehow the like, whole thing felt like maybe Jeff Dunham's dad is secretly the boss of NBC or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, the, he really wants to be on this show, so you need to write him in. The joke of it was that they were looking for the lowest common denominator of comedy. Oh, yeah, and that's so they true. went to go see Jeff Dunham. And I'm like, uh, there's, uh, there's an episode, there's like a storyline in Louie where he gets offered uh, David Letterman's show. Uh, and Jay Leno calls him up on the phone and he's like, listen, if you have to go up there every night and make jokes after five years of that, you're going to hate your own comedy and be an unfunny grandpa. And he's like <laughs> basically saying all the things in a very serious way about himself that we all say about Jay Leno. And I'm like, has he known all this time that no one likes his comedy? I kind of think... Like, I don't love Jay Leno, but I kind of think that all of the hate that people have towards him for the Conan O'Brien thing, at least 50% of that is not deserved. I think that that's, like, I think the network made a bunch of decisions for Jay Leno, and he should have turned them down, but, like... Well, I think that's true. I think what you're saying is true. But also, he had this whole time this, like, oh, shucks, guys. I mean, I guess I don't know. I guess I have to take the job back. Like, he wanted to be, like, the underdog even as he was doing this thing. That was pretty shady. I didn't like that. Well, I think that everything you just said was true, but fuck you anyway. No! (laughs) (laughs) There's too much contention on this podcast. No, that's our that's our money maker. That's our driving force on this show is hating each other. That and our racist yeah, exactly. puppets, yes. which no one can no. see that we're holding, but sometimes they're the ones speaking. Guys, yes. listeners, yes. if we ever say anything bad, it's because our racist puppets are saying it. It's not. Wait, us. guys, let's have a quick conversation in that language that only we can understand and not our our audience. Okay, guys. Uh, Whenever we do anything that people hate us for, we'll just change our names and then say that all along the names that we currently have were the names of puppets that were talking into the microphones. Okay? Yes, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Pepe the Jalapeno the whole time. Okay, cool. No, 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 no. <laughs> they have to it, be original it, properties. <laughs> no, it would have to be Jeff Kowalski, and then you, your real life person, would change your name. Because oh, we've already I see. been introducing ourselves as our names this whole time. So now my name is Pepe the Jalapeno. Yeah, I think you could pull that off, Jeff. How many sombreros uh, do you own? Is this is this going to be like my comedy persona, like Earthquake? Sure. Wait, was Earthquake not a wrestler? Uh, no, Earthquake is um, a black comedian of the genre uh, wears suits with too many buttons. Oh, a Steve Harvey type? A king yeah. of comedy, if you will. And he, well, he was fat, but definitely not fat enough to call himself Earthquake. I don't know why I'm saying was. He's not dead. I don't think he's dead. <laughs> has Is he, he at dead? Least, has he at least stopped calling himself Earthquake, maybe? No, I'm pretty sure he's still Earthquake. Huh. Like hmm. Cedric the Entertainer. Maybe it was just Cedric the Entertainer changing his name to Cedric the Earthquake. <laughs> oh, man, that would be a good wrestler name. That would be a good Cedric. Well, actually, any combination of the words Cedric, Earthquake, and Entertainer would be a good wrestler name. I don't know. Cedric the Earthquake Entertainer sounds like somebody who entertains <laughs> earthquakes. He goes to the Red Cross evacuation centers and cheers people up. Oh, <laughs> uh, great. Good. Okay, let's go back to speaking in the language that our audience can understand and then apologize. Oh, hey, guys. Uh... 
Sorry about that. Sorry that you just heard nothing but uh, garbled audio for the last ten minutes. Yeah, I hope you guys don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is America, so you language. should be speaking English. <laughs> I don't know. My racist puppet. <laughs> it's confusing that me, who's a very good person, and my racist puppet have exactly the same voice. <laughs> and name and social security number. <laughs> All right, so what race puppets, puppets have social security have? numbers, right? Wait, hold on. What's so, Jeff saying about the white race? I said no. I said <laughs> what? What is everyone's racist puppet? I assume Louisa's is the snake from the Riverbottom Nightmare Band. What? Why do you think this band was racist and full of farts? We didn't hear who that snake was voting for. <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure that he was voting for the Riverbottom Nightmare Band because he's kept saying that over and over again. I'm saying you have to pick a disused puppet and now you're making it a racist character on a okay. podcast. Wait, Jeff, are you trying to say to us that this current mental exercise that we're undergoing, which I'm totally on board with, yeah. is to come up with a puppet that we think would vote for Donald Trump? Is that what's happening right now? Yeah, sure. No, it's the, you have to describe the puppet that you are using on the show. And who they would vote for Yes, yeah, well, we can, uh, we can assume that they're voting for either Donald Trump or the Zodiac Killer. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to try to come up with what, okay, I think that my racist puppet is going to be a koala who uh, has very right-wing Christian beliefs and doesn't believe that people of other races uh, have souls, and thus he will obviously be voting for the Zodiac Killer. So Looks you're saying dark. that you're, this this koala is a white person? Uh, it's a bear, Jeff. Actually, I don't think it is a bear. <laughs> it's a marsupial. It's a marsupial, Jeff. It's not a white person because it's not a person at all. It's a okay, bear. Okay, so does it also hate white people does it hate all humans as a race yes okay cool but it's very christian so i guess it's on on board with with jesus christ but he's not a person he's god so checkmate oh does it have does it believe in marsupial jesus i think jesus is all species is that a belief (laughs) is it like galactus it just appears to you as whatever species you are now i'm that is retroactively what i meant yes so Jesus is a, a giant man in, in purple spandex, according to this marsupial puppet. <laughs> well, I think forget all these movies and racist puppet ideas. Can we just start a religion where Jesus is all animals? <laughs> I love this so much. Yes, I'm saying that Jesus is Galactus the World Devourer. No, I think what you're saying is that all koala bears are descended from Galactus. <laughs> Yeah, I can buy it. Sure, why not? That explains why they can eat things that no other species can. He got Uh Fariki in Australia back when he first came to Earth to fight the Fantastic Four. (laughs) Yeah, Australia was was where he fucked the Earth and spread his seed. (laughs) (laughs) This is the origin story for koala bears? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or at least koala they... puppets, at the very least, koala puppets. They sprang forth from Galactus's head, fully formed, like Athena. You know, nine out of ten koalas that you see in the world are just puppets, actually. <laughs> that is a fact. I, 
I heard that Galactus <laughs> had so many kids that one-tenth of koalas today are directly descended. Well, I heard Galactus was so fat <laughs> that when he sat around the house, he really sat around the house. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> We've been recording uh, for almost an hour, and we haven't even started the show. <laughs> we, we didn't, didn't start the show until 20 the internet, minutes in. Uh, I watched the new Pee-wee movie. Does that count? Because it was on Netflix. Ooh, so. Sure. Was it good? Yes, I enjoyed it. It I, had that werewolf from True Blood in it, right? Yes, Joe Manganiello is playing Joe Manganiello. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. It happens right I think that it is both... It is both very odd and extremely funny that they got an actor no one has really heard of or knows by name to play himself as Pee-wee Herman's best friend. Apparently it was his idea to play himself, which I think is great. Huh. Yeah, I think this all fits into my my head canon of what I believe both Pee-wee Herman and uh, Paul Rubens' Rubens's personalities are. Hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, I keep hearing about it that it is really refreshing to see a non-ironic, completely unwinking Pee Wee Herman movie, Mm -hmm. um, in the middle of, like, sort of crass, cynical nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, there are so many ironic Pee Wee movies coming out these days, it's really (laughs) refreshing to see something that's... You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Pee Wee Herman movie where, like, The Rock is playing Pee Wee Herman. Like, we get it, Hollywood. (laughs) Yeah, I think you have to like Pee Wee Herman already as the character to enjoy this movie, but I did enjoy it. What if I more than like the character of Pee Wee Herman? Will I like this movie? Like, you like like him? Like, you want to be girlfriends with him? Like, I want to marry him, but he's already married to Fruit Salad. Was that what he married on the TV show? I think so, yeah. That was the best episode ever, because you can't believe he was like, all right, I will. And as a kid, you lose your mind at that point. <laughs> and then he, doesn't he have the fruit salad in a wedding dress later? I think it has a veil, at least. Yeah, that's great. Oh, man. Paul Rubens, you're a national treasure. Is the character Pee Wee Herman still oh my God. canonically five years Guys, old? Can we do a reboot of National Treasure starring Paul Rubens? <laughs> As Pee Wee Herman? Either way. I would watch it either way. Sure. Oh my God. I absolutely want to see Pee Wee Herman do a heist to steal the Declaration oh of my Independence. God. That's such a great <laughs> idea. That is legitimately a fantastic idea for a Pee Wee Herman movie. And Nicolas Cage is in it playing himself. Okay, uh, Paul Rubens, if you want, we are available for $50 million to write, to have Zack Snyder, wink, write the script for your next uh, Pee Wee Herman movie. Call back. Oh, man. Can you imagine how terrible a Zack Snyder Pee Wee Herman movie would be? Oh my god. Oh. Okay, guys, this is my pitch. It's Pee Wee Herman, but instead of being like a man child, he's an adult and he's just depressed all the time. And at the end, he breaks Francis's neck. Yes. <laughs> man, I thought that joke was going to land harder. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it touched a real sore point for all of us, I think, Jeff. It, it, well, we're, hate, we're laughing through the pain. Did the actor it, who played but... Francis die? What? No, no I'm. I, well, I hate to say that the nerdy uh, pedantry of that stopped me from laughing, which was, mm, well, Francis is only in one of the movies. 
<laughs> That's what I but he's to the say. he's the most prominent bad guy in the Pee Wee oeuvre. That's true. Uh, I don't I mean, know. I guess Large Marge. Cherry had some real sinister leanings. I think <laughs> Cherry was That's always true. like bullying Pee Wee really with words. Yeah, and those weird like spinning eyes made me feel like there was something off about him. I thought it was a her. her? Yeah. Her? I think okay. So. I mean, why are we gendering this chair? That's true. Also, any furniture that has a mouth is three seconds away from becoming Deathbed the Bed That Eats. <laughs> Did you guys see Requiem for a Dream? No. <laughs> a long time ago. The part where that refrigerator is trying to eat that old lady is so haunting. I'm still kind of afraid my refrigerator might try to eat me. Uh, only if you do a lot of meth. Which I do. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, the grandma did diet pills, right? Speed, That's why yeah, she she's hallucinated refrigerators? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to hit the random button now. Yeah, please do. It's I, loading. I feel like this is the most insane we've ever been on this show. Yeah, oh, yeah, this is definitely our best episode. <laughs> Talk about nonsense. <laughs> Jeff, I think your definition of best is whack. <laughs> I think that our fans are going to love... R slash Scandinavian interior. Oh my god! Scandinavian interior design? Is that what this is? Oh my yes, god. Yes, it is. I thought oh, it was going it. to be about the interior uh, countries in Scandinavia, but no, it is specifically about Scandinavian interior design. Hold up, I don't oh, think man. there are any interior countries in Scandinavia. You mean ones without a coastline? I don't think there are any. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess just like... All the places that aren't the coast, like cutting the crust they, off bread. <laughs> they must have, like, a department of the interior, like, for things inside their own countries, each country individually. No, but think. this is just pictures of Ikea furniture. I was gonna maybe, read the maybe sidebar. Maybe that's related. I was gonna read the sidebar, but there is no sidebar. Yeah, there's just a moderator, Daryl L. Jenks. And then I'm getting a huge ad for r slash cool dinosaur pictures. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, Uh, I have r slash the last airbender. Uh, I have Steve Wozniak's ask me anything. Okay, well that isn't (laughs) fruitful then, never mind. (laughs) I also have a smaller ad for r slash pizza, and that's a subreddit I wish we had gotten. (laughs) I see that too, learn how to make pizza. I do want to learn how to make pizza. You guys know that if we got that, we wouldn't get pizza, right? We would just get (laughs) pictures of it. Oh, well, that's almost as good. <laughs> I when, mean, pictures of pizza are like pizza for your eyes. What we need is r slash 3D printing pizza, and then we could 3D print ourselves some pizza. r slash the Domino's website. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. r slash dominoes.com. So I feel like Scandinavian interior design is like. For college students only, right? No, wrong. You are wrong. Isn't it? No, this is clearly, like, upscale apartments. Yeah, you don't don't have to think of it as Ikea, but the idea that you're using, like, light-colored woods and, like, simple shapes. I mean, that's a whole design movement. I love it. Do you? Yes! Hmm. I'm looking at the top post ever from the subreddit, and it's... Photos from house listings in Helsinki, and they are all apartments I want to live in. Yeah, they look incredible. They just look so cramped. Well, that's the thing. They make a lot of good use of space in a lot of Scandinavian design, I guess, because a lot of apartments are very small. Yeah, but I want to have a big American house with lots of space that I'll never use and is just really harmful to the environment. 
can I have that in Scandinavian design? I mean, you could mm. burn a bunch of Scandinavian apartments, and that would be very harmful <laughs> to the environment and wasteful. I could just buy a bunch of boxes of IKEA furniture and then burn them unopened in my lawn. There you go. I just want enough living room space to play rock band and use my Connect. Two things that I hardly ever do anyway. And also two things that I've never had an apartment big enough to accommodate. <laughs> I've been watching a little bit of Tiny House Hunters. Have you guys seen this show? Is this a show about little people? No. Because... It's a show about little tiny houses, like the ones that are just trailer-sized. I feel yeah. like they really missed an opportunity, since they're already very on board with exploiting people who have serious disabilities. Uh, I'm Littlest Chocolatiers, I'm looking at you. Uh, they... Whoa, hold on. What? Littlest Chocolatiers? That's a <laughs> real show. You've never heard of this show? Uh, I know the one about... Uh, I know Pit Boss, and I know... Uh, uh, the little little people, big world, or whatever. I don't know littlest chocolatiers. Oh, yeah, man. these are all shows about little people, uh, basically making fun of the little people, which is horrible. I guess I probably shouldn't have started a joke about that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you your racist the... puppet talking. <laughs> yes. So signing off. This is the racist puppet, uh, Joe Montaigne. Oh fuck, that's already a guy. <laughs> Joe Montana, that's not a guy. There you go. Wait, hold on. Yes, it is. <laughs> Jess, Excuse you're not me. supposed to point things out like that. Academy Award winning football player, Joe Montana. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, you guys know about the, the Pit Boss one, right? Where it's a pit bull rescue and a little people talent agency? Yes. Yes. Okay, because that is... The most absurd concept for a show that I've ever heard in my life. Don't these pictures of apartments just make you feel depressed? No, I love them. I just them. feel depressed looking at them. There's no clutter. It's aspirational. Like, it looks like what would happen if you were if you were in jail, but were still allowed to decorate. Uh, like you can be in Scandinavia? <laughs> Actually, that kind of is what apartments in Scandinavia are, because they're all paid for by the government, right? Do I understand socialism? <laughs> I don't think you do. Damn it. So, uh, in Norway, they get like $3,000 a month equivalent. So basically, yes, these yeah. are just jail cells that you can decorate. But also, like, if you do murders or bad crimes, you get sent to, like, a little island and just live in, like, a very heavily regulated forced community with other prisoners. Yeah, you instead get of sent being to in Elba. A small... <laughs> yeah, instead of being in a small cement box, you, like, get rehabilitated. It's this really wild concept that yeah, makes them have no crime. But someday they're going to forget about that island, and then years later, only one person will make it off the island, soaked in blood, and it will be the greatest action movie ever made. Yeah, that's the pitch for Mad Max 5. <laughs> oh, man. I would watch that. Uh... <laughs> Hey, if anyone wants Zack Snyder to write a script for this movie... <laughs> what? Oh, I see. Wink. I didn't see. <laughs> you didn't see me winking, Jeff? Yeah, I didn't see on this this audio-only format where we don't use cameras. Yeah, but the still picture of me that appears on the uh, Google Hangout whenever I speak, uh, it does wink whenever I'm making a joke. <laughs> oh, good. That's amazing technology. Yes. When are they going to come up with that technology, Google? Where's my emotive still picture? Oh, wait, that's just video. 
Wait, is this the most boring subreddit we've been on? No, I think it's great. I, I haven't been talking much because I've been fascinated by it. Yeah, yeah, but it is very boring. boring to record a podcast about because you're busy looking at it. That's true. I just mean like it's just nice pictures of well decorated but not crazy looking or fun looking apartments. Here, what I here's what I think the difference is. I love that it's so many clean surfaces with nothing on them. I love that. And you guys both kind of live like those trash monsters in Labyrinth. <laughs> I've so, never seen Labyrinth. If that weren't so accurate, I'd be offended. Go on. So I think maybe that's the difference. When I say it about myself, it's not offensive, but you can't say it about me. Um, here's the thing. I mean, yes, you are certainly on some level correct. I'm not going to argue with you uh, that I am a horrible monster that deserves to die. But <laughs> I don't remember saying that, but I was uh, thinking it. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm just picking up on your context clues. No, here's the thing, though. I think, honestly, it's that there's so much white. All these pictures just look so washed out, and I just want there to be more color. Okay. Wait a minute. You, I know, are moving to a new place. Congratulations. Thank but you. you want to keep a lot of the walls white, I hear. That's just because I don't want to bother to paint them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, laziness, then. <laughs> well, I'm still going to paint some of the walls, which is a million percent more walls than I've painted in any of the apartments I've ever lived in up until now. Okay. Oh, I found the most controversial post on the subreddit. Uh, I uh-huh. can't get back. Uh, I clicked through too many of those apartment photos, and now I can't get back to the main page. <laughs> It is a room with unfinished floor and walls and ceiling. It's all plywood. Ew. And it is in a, a house belonging to a Swedish architect named Andreas Martin Lof. So uh, is it possible that the the Scandinavian word for apartment is the same as the Scandinavian word for gulag? Because this looks horrible. Let me find it. Ah! Louisa, you're falling apart. Oh my god. Ah! Jeff left. Oh no. Oh no! Oh, uh, uh, I see it. Filibuster. Um, okay, so plywood bedroom. This isn't so bad. Did you say it was like a serial killer's place? Because yes, it is. Yeah. No, I said it looks like a gulag. Oh, it looks okay. like somewhere where you would be sent as a punishment. It looks like you visit someone's house like this, and then you have to stand there and smile while they tediously explain to you for fifteen minutes what the gr- the crown moldings are going to look like. Yeah, like, this is some kind of... I feel like I would go to this place and then be like, oh, this is horrible, when are you moving out? And then the person who lived there would be like, no, let me explain to you for 45 minutes about how this is environmentally better for the world. And I'd be like, oh, no. I am a award-winning architect. You could not tell me that my apartment is bad-looking. Sorry, that was my racist puppet. (laughs) I don't even, like, I think that... I I find it impossible that someone would argue that this is bad looking. Like this is obviously bad looking. You cannot argue against that statement. <laughs> I think somebody would come to me and be like, "But what you don't understand is that if you finish wood, then it turns your whole uh body into cancer, I guess, or something." <laughs> That's probably also, <laughs> true. <laughs> I would yeah. still live in this trash apartment. I I got very I had a very hard time getting through that joke because like Halfway through it, I realized that I should have made a joke about Finnish wood. Oh, no. Put it in Uh, in post. Make your joke now and then just insert it later. uh, Do it. Do it it right now. I don't know. I can't. I don't know what a joke would be. Go, go, go. Guys, what our joke? (laughs) 
Yeah, you're falling apart. Ah. I wonder how you would find the worst post on a subreddit. Hmm. Mm. Could you do top and then go all the way to the last page? Top, bottom. I guess so. I'll try doing that. Let's see. (laughs) But the trouble is, it'll just be something that people haven't commented on because it's new or whatever, right? Uh, Maybe, but it might be something that was super downvoted until it went away. Hmm. Man, can you imagine having the kind of passion about these things that you would bother to downvote one of these? (laughs) (laughs) Like how people did to that plywood one? Yeah, like... (sighs) I just feel like if you see one of these pictures and you don't like it, then your reaction should be, Oh, fuck, why am I wasting my time doing this? And then you go do something else. That happens to me sometimes. If I'm on Twitter and someone retweets like a political person saying something kind of controversial and I look at the comments and then for like a split second I hear a noise outside or something and I look up and then when I look back I'm like, oh shit, why did I look at these comments? (laughs) Every (laughs) time. It takes like a tenth of a second for that to happen. Yeah, it's like when you try to load an article that someone has posted and it takes more than five seconds for the page to load and then you're like, well, I didn't care about this in the first (laughs) place. I don't even know why I clicked on it. (laughs) I don't know. Occasionally I see stuff like that and I'm immediately like, all right, I have to report some of these comments because they're clearly abominable. So I guess I'm the garbage man. (laughs) You're taking out the trash, right? Zing! (laughs) No, I am the trash. (laughs) No, you gotta be more positive about yourself. Wait, no, is there any way that we could make this character into, like, a Judge Dredd reboot for Jeff to star in? Where he's Uh, the garbage man, and then when somebody's like, but that's against the trash, and then he could be like, I am the trash, and then shoot them with damage? (laughs) What if he's some kind of toxic Avenger? This is an alternate future where trash means law? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you could just fix all that in, in the editing You know bay. what? This script is so easy to write because find and replace is like a function right in Word. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, 1995 Judge Dredd script, download, <laughs> control F. I also feel like in this future, trash might have replaced a bunch of other words like smurf. <laughs> And just trash is the word we use for all nouns? Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, trash has replaced the word criminal and the word gun as well, and that's like four-fifths of the script is those three words. That trash is breaking the trash by holding that trash. He's going to shoot me with the trash. That's against the trash. Okay, guys, guys, I have a very serious question to ask. Have any of us seen Judge Dredd? No. Uh, no. I saw the 2013 movie Dredd starring Carl Urban. Oh so you got God, the gist we of it. <laughs> Guys, we have talked about nothing but movies that none of us have seen. That's this whole episode. Yes, but the newer Judge Dredd movie is actually good. So why would I watch the old one? Is it good? Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, I heard it was not good. Yeah, It's got Lena Headey as a horribly scarred uh, drug lord and the bad guy, and Carl Urban is Judge Dredd, and he's just doing, like, cartoonish Christian Bale scowl and Batman voice, but, like, obviously the movie knows how dumb that is. Is Carl Urban the guy who sings that she thinks my tractor's sexy? (laughs) Uh, no, that's, uh, uh... Who is that? That is someone with a similar name. No, Carl it's, not. Urban is... it's not Keith Urban. It is Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. It is not Keith Urban. Uh, I'm, Look that I'm up. That song is not him. I, it... Carl Urban is Bones oh, in, yes. in the new Star Treks. 
He is Australian, though. They must be related, right? Ooh, That's too bizarre. <laughs> they're both Australian. Keith Urban. Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney. That's right. Yes, I knew it. Damn it, mm. damn it, damn it. Well, what so, the Keith Urban Keith is Keith the Urban one on American too. Idol. Keith Urban what's... is married to, uh, what's her name? Fucking... Cheryl Crow. No. <laughs> uh. The one who used to be married to Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. Nicole Kidman? Um, Nicole Kidman. He's married to Nicole Kidman. Kenny Chesney was briefly married to Renee Zellweger. Those Same two thing. were in the movie Cold Mountain together. Six mm-hmm. degrees of and Kenny Chesney. And they were both in the band Cold Play. No, you're and getting uh, away from it now. Play. Oh, you're losing it. <laughs> Wait, what were we trying to get to? A six degrees of Kenny Chesney? I already got that. Is- Okay, I was trying to get to Kid and Play's Pajama Jammy Jam, so I guess I got there, too. That's... no. <laughs> no. Did they I do the Pajama it. Jammy Jam? That doesn't sound right. Kid What is their play. movie about... Pajama Jammy What was their movie called? House Party. Out or something? House Party. Is that what it yeah. was? Were they Kid in high play... school? I don't know, but Kid and Play <laughs> definitely had a pajama jammy jam. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. Okay. Oh, they have very big hair. <laughs> yes. Oh, if only I knew one of their songs, I could reference it now and then put it at the end of this podcast. Did they have what songs? Was it? I thought they were comedians. Oh, no, they it? were rappers. They were a hip hop act. No, maybe you're oh, thinking what? of Millie Vanilli. <laughs> it, the Wikipedia says they're a hip-hop act. I oh, well, okay. sure. Does it say that in they're... quotation marks, like it's being sarcastic? <laughs> Wait, they're is... both named Christopher. Yes. Is, ha- is House Party a movie or a song or both? It's a series of films. Was it also a song? Probably they sang a song of that title to play over the credits of the movie. Uh, I'm going to look it up to make sure that I can put it at the end of this episode. Oh, Cool. <laughs> Uh, what was with hip-hop duos where they both have the same name? Because, Crisscross, uh, is that what you're thinking Yeah, Crisscross, they were both also, uh... Chris? Were they both yeah. named Chris? Were they Chris? all Chris? Hold on, did I make that up? <laughs> I think I might have made that up. Yeah. I know they were Mac Daddy and Daddy Mac. No, they were both Christopher. You're, <laughs> you weren't telling me that, I was telling you that. Uh, wait. Are you sure? Yes. Wait, wasn't Christopher Cross a different guy? Yes, he was. Okay. James Christopher uh, Kelly and Christopher Smith. Right. So yeah, they were both Chris. Yeah. What did Christopher Cross do? Sailing. Uh, who knows? Wait. Well, I know he sang. What song did he sing? Yeah, I said, <laughs> I said sailing. Oh, sailing. I think no, he did a song uh, you're thinking sailing. of sticks, right? Sticks. I'm sailing. Yeah, that's I'm sailing away. away. That's oh, a that's, great no, song. No, that's come that sail is away. A great song. Oh, that is come sail away. That okay, song. The, I've said this guys, before. Bridges the 70s love of sailboats for no reason, and pirates and stuff, <laughs> to the 80s love of aliens and synthesizers for no reason. That is, that might be the greatest song ever written by any human being, it's if true. you think about it. Okay, the important thing is that we got to a song that I know exists <laughs> and I like, so I'm going to put it at the end of this episode. So, play of Kid and Play, his real name is Chris Martin. Like in Coldplay. Is it the same guy? No, it's not. Dear Saturday Night Live, Cold and Play. (laughs) (laughs) It's so timely. (laughs) You get both Chris Martins to be in a band together, and that's your sketch. You don't need any other jokes. (laughs) 
No, have them be the musical guests. Well, you do it when when Cole plays the musical guest, and you get Keenan to put on a flat top wig or whatever. No, Jeff, hang on. You need to become a girl talk style DJ, and you need to do a mashup of whatever song Kid and Play did with a Coldplay song, and call the song Cold and Play, and it would be a club banger. I guarantee it. Maybe I'll do that this week when I'm bored. Please do. I'm not joking. I would I love probably that. Won't. How do we you still not won't. know what song Kid and Play did? I don't believe they had a song. They had Kid a song called House Play. Party. I think. Uh, apparently, the House Party movies were originally meant to star DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. Is it? Uh, <laughs> is it? If you told me right now that Kid and Play were just the original name for DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, I would buy it. I would believe you. So that uh, might have been my racist puppet talking, though. I'm not sure. Was that was that a racist puppet? Uh, probably. Damn it. Here's a here's a fun quote from DJ Jazzy Jeff. When we did Nightmare on My Street, New Line Cinema sued the daylights out of us, but they liked the record and thought Will and I were talented. So part of the settlement was that they would be in movies. <laughs> That's hmm. crazy. That sounds so like a like, movie plot. I thought that was a licensed song. I thought that was on like a Nightmare on Elm Street soundtrack, but they were just like, oh no, we're going to say Freddy Krueger and make this song about Freddy Krueger that has someone voicing Freddy Krueger in it and not get the appeal approval of the people who make that are you telling me right now <laughs> that possibly the world's biggest movie star at the moment william smith no that is not his name willard willard yes. smith uh, willard mitt smith was uh was sued into becoming a movie star is that what you're telling me right now yes they need what to make a fuck? movie about his life uh well the reason he uh, agreed to do Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was because he was out of money. He spent all of his hip-hop money. Could they make a movie about his life and have it star um, Jade- Donald Glover? No, Jaden Smith, Donald Glover, <laughs> Will Smith, and Morgan Freeman at all different stages of his life. Yes, I am, in- I am proposing that this, show future can- that this movie continue into the future. Yes. <laughs> and you show him Morgan- on his deathbed. <laughs> Yes, Morgan Freeman narrating the movie from the distant future, yes. and there's just like effect shots of flying cars out of the window of the future hospital. Okay, the movie opens, smash cut to Morgan Freeman laying in a bed, saying about how he was the world's greatest movie star slash scientist, and he's about to tell us his story, and then it cuts back to the beginning of the Will Smith story. Uh, if Zack Snyder wants to write this movie... Wait, I forget how it this joke works. It opens with Morgan Freeman saying, Now, sit down right there and let me tell you a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down. Oh my god, it could be the first ever biopic told entirely in rap. Yes! <laughs> it could I be a rap started, musical. Perfect. I, oh. start, I started that joke trying to do a half-assed Morgan Freeman impersonation and immediately gave up on <laughs> your it. You realized that it was your racist do, you puppet mean? doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, I'm terrible at impersonations. <laughs> Except I can kind of do a half-decent Obama, but everybody can. Is it possible that we could have this rap biopic about Will Smith written entirely by the Beastie Boys? Uh, one of them is dead, yeah, so it could be written so two-thirds by the Beastie Boys. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I think that we could probably edit together the stuff that was written by the dead one to make part of this movie still make sense. Oh, could it be written by DJ? Wait, is... Could it be written by DJ Jazzy Jeff by him artfully shuffling the pages of other scripts together? Is it possible that... <laughs> like a remix? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's Is some pages possible... for the Godfather in there. There's some Gone with the Wind. It's great. <laughs> it all flows he together just so samples, He samples the scripts of other movies. Exactly. He's a genius. <laughs> Scre- uh, adapt- best adapted screenplay this year goes to DJ Dat Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> Matt was trying I'm to tried- say something. <laughs> Yeah, but the joke doesn't work now that we're so far away from the thing that I was making it about. So, never mind. See, this is why I tried to stop you from talking, Louisa. I'm sorry. As we've no, as we've established that our podcast works by everyone yelling as loud as they can <laughs> until everyone else stops, and then we can continue. I like that you presented the idea that other rappers would write this movie starring three yeah. rappers. See, that was the joke I was trying to go for, but you guys just accepted that as a normal thing to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't we? Like, all right, we're gonna get Jaden Smith, Will Smith, and Donald Glover, three of the most famous actors and musicians on the planet and get other people to uh, write the raps for them. Yep. What? <laughs> Is yeah. it possible that we could just edit together all of the existing Beastie Boys songs to tell the story of Will Smith's life? I guess Probably. What, I guess what I'm saying is, what was Will Smith's attitude towards girls and fighting for his right to party? <laughs> Maybe, maybe this is a situation where he can't write the raps, like how Michael Jackson couldn't do the singing part when he was on The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, just like how Michael Jordan couldn't play the basketball <laughs> of his own basketball court. We need to stop referencing Space Jam. Is that where you were going? I was trying to get there, but it didn't really work out as well as I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, they had to get Bugs Bunny to do motion capture. I was trying to refer to the fact that Michael Jordan plays the character Michael Jordan in the movie Space Jam. <laughs> Which we've already established is the most meta film ever in history. Yes. All right, I need to close close this page because I keep reading over and over and over the line, Kid and Play were also notable for their dance known as the Funky Charleston. (laughs) I don't think that you could just take a dance and be like, all right, but this is the funky version. (laughs) I would love it, though, if it was unadapted. Like, it was just the Charleston, but they called it the Funky Charleston. This is Kid and Play's Funky Charleston TM, and it's just the Charleston. Guys, were Kid and Play part of that swing revival in the 90s? Yeah, they were two of the Zoot Suit Riot. (laughs) (laughs) They they were the uh, first clarinet and first trumpet in the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Oh, see, I thought that they might have been some of the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. They were the titular daddies, in fact. Do you think they have kids? (laughs) Probably. Probably. Oh, wow. Directed house party. How is this in any way related to <laughs> Scandinavian interior? How does this warrant an oh, isn't. wow? <laughs> uh, because this dude writes Black Panther comics. Uh, I didn't think uh, that he also directed a movie starring rappers in 1990. Maybe it's a different guy. Wait, no, how- it's the same guy. I clicked on his Wikipedia page. How ma- Louisa. How many know. words how many words out of Jeff's last sentence had needed to have quotes around them? <laughs> he None of them. directed a film <laughs> starring rappers in the late nineties. Starring rappers. Yes. <laughs> Also, I said 1990, not the late nineties. Oh, well, I wasn't listening to you. I was busy making up that great joke. 
That's the earliest 90s possible. I was going to reference the director's name, but I immediately forgot what it was, and I couldn't make a reference. I don't think Jeff actually said a name. I think it was just white noise. (laughs) That's not a real name. Please don't just bleep out that name every time I say it. (laughs) You better believe I'm going to. Oh, oh, God. Oh, my God. I just reverse psychology the hell out of you. I wonder, I genuinely wonder if anyone enjoys when I bleep things out of this podcast as much as I do. Do you still do it? Sometimes, yeah. Like every episode? No, I've only done it twice, but now I'm going to do it three times. And I guess I'm going to say that name as many times as I can so I can bleep more, which is going to be hard because I don't remember what it is. It was... Yeah, I think <laughs> no. that was... And also you have to make it white noise You specified that it was white noise You have to use the generate noise function in Audacity That's the name of your racist puppet (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can't use that joke that's already a villain on the Venture Brothers I know But I thought of it independently And then as I was saying it I was like oh fuck The Venture Brothers already took this that is seriously one of the best jokes. It is. I also really love Bizarro Oscar Wilde. Yes, those are both good jokes. But I think that they need a villain called... What is that guy's name again? Okay, now the question is, should I bleep out... As well, and have them all be bleeped, or just the ones that when Jeff is saying it right? Bleep... And white noise... <laughs> That's going to be a fun sentence. I to was going to say, that's only funny for that one sentence, but it might be funny enough to be worth it. Uh, you know, guys, I got a once at Ikea, and I had too many parts left over once I finished putting it together. Oh, Louisa wins 10 points for bringing it back to Scandinavian interior. I almost said Scandinavian, which is. I love it. It's like. That sounds ska. like a good name for a ska band. Yeah. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Oh, it's what uh, ABBA turned into eventually. <laughs> the Scanadians. <laughs> All right, here's a fun game. Guess... They weren't from Canada. No, no, they were from uh, Sweden. Yeah, I know, but Scanadians is clearly a Canadian ska oh, okay. band, not a Scandinavian ska That's band. That's what Men Without Hats turned into when they stopped being Men Without Hats. Were they Canadian? Of yes. course they, no, they, they were. No, they were Australian, they were right? They were Quebecois. Yeah, no, Jeff, you're thinking of Men at Work. Uh, yeah, same thing. You know they no, were Canadian of... because in their... Guess how many posts... <laughs> Alright, guys, guess how many posts show up when I search this subreddit for Ikea? Uh... A million. Zero. Okay, Louisa guesses a million. <laughs> Matt, what's your guess? Um... S- uh... <laughs> well, Almost. Close, close but no cigar. Six posts! Okay. That's it. Why isn't it more than six? It's Scandinavian interior. Because I if think... you care about Scandinavian architecture, you're, you're going to go beyond Ikea. Yeah, Jeff, I think you're being a real racist puppet on this one. <laughs> oh, man, I hope we get... Uh... <laughs> I hope we get r slash beyond Ikea next week. <laughs> Can, I really hope that we get the slang of instead of calling people bigots, calling them racist puppets going. Oh, that's great. I love it. Huh. 
Is that the show? That I'm feels really, like the show. I'm really proud of all of us for going an entire episode talking about racist puppets without mentioning Avenue Q at all, because that was just too easy a joke, and yes. I was really afraid it was going to happen. Me too, but we did it. Oh, the racist parts in that weren't puppets, so... Oh, Jeff, stop. You're, you're, you're embarrassing all of us. <laughs> it's true. The racist parts were people. As nerdy as Louise's Pee Wee Herman thing earlier was, this is ten times worse. It, what? Yes. It was like a super popular thing. You're the monster. Twelve now, years Jeff. ago. Yes. <laughs> ah, you're the. I'm so mad. <laughs> You've become the <laughs> that you uh, always worked against. <laughs> ah, suck it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's gonna be great. Can I just can I just make them two different tones? Because that would be pretty funny too. <laughs> Uh, Louisa specified that it was just white noise when I said <laughs> so that's yeah. what it has to be alright that's fair okay well I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as we did because I can barely breathe right now <laughs> um, if you did enjoy it please tell your friends about it uh, we're starting to get some people actually interested in the show which is Yay. very exciting for all of us and as you may have noticed we've told our audience to fuck themselves less in this episode than ever previously so clearly our moods are improving by our expanding audience uh, so if you want us to not tell you to go fuck yourselves <laughs> then please tell all of your friends to listen to this podcast it's perfect yes I love it Okay, so if you want to follow us, you can find us at Seeing Reddit on Twitter, and I'm Matt, and you can find me at Kamikaze Pilot. Uh, I'm Jeff. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at J3FK, and you can go listen to my other podcast, Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast, where we talk about spooky stories and how cool they are, I guess. Uh, and WeaponizedLanguage.com is where you can find that and this podcast and the other episodes of it. And I'm Louisa, and you can find me at Heronbird on Twitter. That's all I got. <laughs> I always Wait, feel I... like I'm in a bad position because I'm at the end and I don't have a website. But Louisa, you're on Instagram too. People can find oh, yeah. you at. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> you you oh, bleep you that out. Keep <laughs> saying it wrong. <laughs> if you bleep it out, no one's gonna know where I am. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, thanks, everyone, and please come on back and uh, rate and review us on iTunes, and hopefully we will take over the world, I guess. What's our sign-off phrase again? Do we have one? Let's fuck this couch. Is that it? Is that the (laughs) one? Oh, that was our starting phrase, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because that was let's get down to business. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mm, I thought we had one last week. I know that every time I say goodbye, Louisa says thank you very quietly. (laughs) I don't try to say it very quietly. It's always Thank you. Yeah, it's like a creepy whisper in someone's ear. It's uh, ASMR. That's what people yeah. are looking for nowadays. All right, guys. So uh, if you so please come on back next time so that we can creepily whisper in your ear. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. I'm a part of gold, but we'll try best that.
don't sound like you're inside of a plastic bag anymore, so that's cool. Oh, I am I not supposed to be inside of a plastic bag? Because <laughs> I've been doing that. It's uh, it's not that's a sex we... thing. Don't worry. <laughs> that's how well, we not time... for you guys. <laughs> that's how we time out the episodes. Before you run out of air, we have to finish recording. <laughs> and also, don't tell me what's a sex thing for me, Jeff. That's my body, my choice. <laughs> I just meant me doing it didn't involve you at all. <laughs> or does you... it, right? Yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are we in some sort of uh, crypto eyes wide shut? Not crypto the super dog. That's gross. <laughs> Wait, you mean that eyes wide shut isn't a movie about me imagining crypto the super dog having autoerotic asphyxiation and getting turned on by that? Because that's what I always thought that movie was about. Uh, I think you might have seen a different movie. Uh, maybe eyes wide mutt. It mine no. was. It took me. The entire, I was like, all right, I need to think of a pun while I'm saying this <laughs> sentence. <laughs> that was good, that was seamless. I'm glad I got, I was like, eyes wide bark? No, that's not a pun. <laughs> if only there was a word about dogs that rhymed, you know what, though, that's a safe bet. I think you can start any joke about dogs <laughs> guessing that you'll be able to come up with a pun word by the end of it, and you probably could. Yeah. There's a lot of dog words. There's so many. <laughs> Eyes wag shut probably would have been a good second choice. Mm, I guess so. I mean, Eyes Wide Mutt is clearly the funniest. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the best. If only you'd been able to to bring in any of the other elements, though. I think that really would have made it. Oh, yeah. I like how he can fly and wears a cape for some reason. Eyes flied mutt? <laughs> <laughs> We're starting to get too far away from the original, though, and it's not making any sense. What about what about super guys flied mutt? (laughs) Yeah, you got it. Now that makes perfect sense. Yes, boy. Yeah, it's a good joke now. You fixed it. I'm glad we workshopped it.